Fiberton Acres, a show about humorous look ah, at horticulture, husbandry, and homesteading. I'm Rick. And I'm Ashley. And this is Fiverton Acres. I was like, at least this time you did the intro part before you said who we were. That was good. Thank you. I've been practicing. You definitely showed a did lot. It? <laughs> I was running my lines. Running your lines. I was running my lines. About oh. like a show not, and you had to think about. The H's. <laughs> I, that's basically all I've been doing. I've been practicing my H words. Yeah. Yep. Humorous, horticulture, husbandry, homesteading, houses. Horton hears a who. Good, good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what, what's been going on, man? Um, well, I mean, first we should probably say that we have now reached over 1,000 listens. What? There's uh, insert bell sound effects or maybe a party whistle. Ding dong. No, that's our... That's <laughs> <laughs> We're too cheap to afford sound effects. You get my whistle. That's what you get. I'm not really sure what you're going for. I don't know what I was going for. Oh, <laughs> like 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 a, one of those yeah, party... Yeah, like New Year's thing. Yeah, I was going for one of those. And, like, confetti falls from the sky and stuff like that? Yeah, good thing it's confetti and not foxtails. It is a good thing, because foxtails are icky. What? Was that a segue? Oh. Ding oh, dong. Is that, is that what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the worst. Uh, today's episode is going to be about foxtails. Yeah, it is. This episode is going to stick with you. Oh, uh, get it? Because foxtails sticky are sticky and they stick on everything. And yeah. That's what they do. Um, so let's... If you're not... I, I think... I mean, everyone should be familiar with foxtails, right? Well, yeah, because they initially came from the Midwest, from the Great Plains in America. That's why everyone should know them? Well, because they spread east and west. So theoretically, if you're in America... You're used to foxtails. I don't know about other countries. It doesn't talk about them in any of this. So if you're in Germany or whatever, let us know if you, if have, you fox have foxtails. Tails. So we should quick, let them know what probably, a foxtail yeah, is. Yeah, we should probably like at least give like the sort of because a, a foxtail is a, a colloquialism, yeah. but not really though, because there's a type of foxtail, uh, the wild wheat. That's called Alloparicus. Alloparicus. Which literally translates to foxtail. To foxtail. Yeah. So it's not. But a bunch of, like, so he, but it's actually, it's a spikelet. A spiklet. It's a spikelet. There's no E. Yes, there is right there, our cluster of <laughs> grass, uh, and it serves to disperse its seeds as a unit. Which just so, means like it's it's the holder for the seeds that it's it helps. It, yeah, yeah. Which means it's a type of diaspore. Which means through the spore. Diaspore. That's that's not what it means. Uh, do you know what else is a diaspore or plant dispersal unit? Do you know what else? <laughs> You know what else is a diaspore? Hmm. 
those helicopter seeds that come oh, out yeah, of those trees. Cool. Those are diaspores. Those are fun. They're really cool. Do those you guys have those? Those don't stick. No, they don't. They're but they so do annoying. helicopter. Uh, so foxtails are those annoying things that stick in your socks that wedge themselves deeper and deeper and deeper into your socks. Some people, I guess, call them also spear grass. Really? I've not heard spear grass. And that's what this says. Yeah, I know, but we're not. We're supposed to pretend we're not just looking at the notes you printed out earlier. We're supposed to be riffing. That's so just, what this is. <laughs> you're the worst. Uh, uh, it says are, here that they're hazardous. <laughs> Everyone, we're just going to read to you now, okay? <laughs> don't, you don't want us to do that. Uh, no, they're more like they're hazardous for domestic, mostly domesticated animals. And and other animals too. Uh, yeah, but well, like guess, dogs are the biggies. I think right, for a right. lot of people like. Well, because dogs try to. Dogs are silly. They're just silly. Um. So a lot of things graze on it. So. Yeah. No. When it's green, it's an excellent source of calcium. Uh, calcium. That's what it said. Yeah, they're high oh, in calcium. Uh, yeah, and, and that's why it was, when it uh, was. In the Great Plains, like you were saying, where it originated from. Right, the buffalo would eat it. And other... And yeah, deer, and antelope, and, and squirrels, and, uh... God, I was gonna try All to the, make up some other animal Gophers, and, and rabbits. The, the things that see their shadows. Oh, a real... Hedge, oh, hedge, or, no, not uh, hedgehogs. Uh, 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 groundhogs. Groundhogs. Uh, real quick. Uh, oh, I lost it. Wait. Oh, I'm getting it back. It's... Uh, <laughs> um, tell them about what we did in the backyard. Real quick. As a quick side note. Oh, we did in the backyard? We planted grass. A good four by four, maybe four by five patch of grass. Is this what's going on? <laughs> yeah, quick farm update. I forgot because we said gophers. We planted like a four by five area of grass, and we've yeah, been watering it. It's a very small it. area, and it it finally started sprouting. Mm-hmm. And then the gophers started sprouting right afterwards. Today, well, last yesterday, I walked up to the gopher, and he just kind of like gave me like, like "What's up?" look, <laughs> literally poked him with a stick, and he wandered off slowly. Uh, just straight did not care. He did not care. I wasn't here for that. I was working. I have a nice picture of him, though. I'll put it up. Put uh, it up, yeah. And then, to, uh, no, last night, at like midnight, I went out for some reason, and he's there again. And I was like, you little booger. Yeah, and I watched the rabbits go over there. I was watching a rabbit eat the grass oh, yeah. this morning. And I, I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. Or not. Come on. I guess it was this afternoon, but yeah, I was like, just one sitting in the middle. Oh. Yeah, so the reason, uh, one of the reasons we planted the grass is I read that grass is will choke out foxtails. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you plant the grass after the foxtails have died, you then, it, the grass will choke out the foxtails. Because foxtails have roots. Yeah, you can't burn them out. If you if there's a forest fire, one of the first things that comes or, back is foxtails. Or fox a plains tails. fire, or or whatever wherever fire. Fire. 
Plains Fire. It's what that's called. I like called. that. Yeah, it's what it's called. Uh, foxtails are one of the first things that comes back because they have uh, roots that are safe. Yeah, their root system stays pretty... Right, but the grass can choke them. So I'm running this experiment to see if uh, that can choke them out around here, if that'll actually work. Because we have a lot of them. A lot, a lot. All, all uh, there this is. Year, well, so we, we, we were gone, as you know, in Ohio. <laughs> While we were gone, we finally, California finally got a lot of the rain that we've been missing for a long time. So it helped. I um, wouldn't say I've been missing it, oh, Ashley. <laughs> Good one, Rick. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but no, the... While we're not out of the woods on the, um, the thing that, drought, <laughs> that thing where there's no water. <laughs> it's pronounced dragut. The dragut. Uh, we're not out of the woods, but it definitely helps, um, replenish a lot of the reservoirs and stuff. And? And it grew a lot of weeds. So much weeds. Including. It grew more oh. weeds than Eugene, Oregon. Oh! Uh, is that what this show is just going to be? <laughs> Nothing but... Nothing but bad jokes. Bad jokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we came back just as everything's dying off, including fields and fields of foxtails. And we read that the sheep can eat the foxtails because they're yeah, ruminants. We weren't that... And they can... That's my impersonation of their mouth moving. They're, they're like grindy. Because their mouth goes side to side and not up and down. If you could eat. see our hands, our oh, hands yeah. are doing I'm the thing. I'm literally showing you my hands right now. So this right is now. us clapping to show how that, people how and people other and dogs. Yeah, and other this is how they eat. They but clap, if you hear but this, while eating. But if they <laughs> that's us rubbing our hands together to that's demonstrate what... <laughs> how sheep and horses eat. Are horses ruminants? I think they are. Cows are ruminants. Okay, we'll go with cows because we're sure of that one. <laughs> it's possible that horses do it too. It's possible. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of people listening to this that know a lot yeah, more about horses. There is a lot of people freaking out right now. They're At like, least what are they talking four about? Four of our five listeners are, <laughs> are pretty upset. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so we were like not super concerned about them having issues with uh, eating it, but we were a little bit concerned about they're one, furry. Yeah, their fiber is kind of what we like to use. Right, and so they're from the plains, and the thing is, deer and bison and things have really short, tight hair, right? So what the foxtail gets in there, but the hair doesn't push it into their skin like it right. does with long-haired stuff. A lot of the issue is, yeah. is that you get abscesses or, you know, like it... Basically <laughs> smushes itself into the um, skin. And if it does that, what a vet will do uh, ha is give it sometimes an antibiotic, just systemic antibiotic, mm -hmm. or other times nothing, unless it's obviously heading towards a uh, organ. No, an organ. Wait, like it gets all the way in? I thought you always no. just catch it, like, in the skin. It gets in the... It usually stops in the skin. Oh, okay. They can go into organs, but usually that's what? via the really? nose or the oh. ear. Or 
the I. It can be conjunctival, which means it can get under your eye, its eyelid, and f like drill into its eyes, into the eyes. Yeah, that's scary. I did get one out of Champ's eye. You, if you, have... I caught it in time though. Yeah. <laughs> Where else that's did you basically... get them out of Champ? Let's just say that he is low to the ground because he's a young baby boy. And the way his baby boy parts sit, let's just say I had to retrieve a few from his baby boy parts. <laughs> yep. It was horrible. I watched it. I never want to see that again. So did you so know The things that we do now are check baby boy parts. Uh, <laughs> baby girl parts are fine. The way she They're higher up, baby. yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we check... Noses and eyes and ears. Um, the the older sheep, it's mostly just catching in their fiber, which is annoying. Just ruining but, our fiber for yeah. this year, but uh, that's yeah. fine. So, did yeah, you know there's not just one foxtails. type of foxtail? Well, kind of now, because you said that's what one of them was called, oh, was yeah, foxtail. crap. There's a bunch <laughs> of them. Uh, and they're not all hazardous. Right? Most of the hazardous ones are on this other page that I somehow got no, out of right. order. Yeah. No, are in the uh, genus Hordium. Also called wild barley, oh, which wild is exactly barley. what we have. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, other things that are known as foxtails are Alloperichus, the, the Bromus, Madarinanscus. We're just going to murder all these for you. Hordium jubidarum. <laughs> that's foxtail barley. And setaria, which is millet. Huh. Yeah. Other grass grasses also produce hazardous spikelets, though. Were you using sprinklets on that one? <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, so, uh... Sometimes those grasses aren't called foxtails, but their spikelets are called foxtails. We just call, because we as people, just call everything that's an annoying, spiky thing Yeah, if a it's spike-shaped and itchy, it's a foxtail. That's the point yeah. of this story. If it's round, it's a, uh, oh, I should have Googled this. What are the round, pokey ones? What do we call those? Round, pokey things. Yeah, we call them round, <laughs> pokies. I think burrs. Oh, yeah, that's exactly We just call what them burrs, right? So well, now I call them round pokies. Uh, foxtails have a hardened tip, which is called a callus. I've never called it called it that, but and what, now that I'm thinking about it, I just call it the whole thing a foxtail. That's it. It's just a foxtail, and they're annoying. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe they're saying that sometimes called that by like people that by scientists that talk about by men in lab more. coats, <laughs> boffins and. They have retrorse, retrorse barbs? Retros. Oh. <laughs> uh, which, that means they point away from, oh. the, uh, from the head, so they're oh. retros. Uh, that's why you can't pull a foxtail straight out very easily, like back out the way you know, from whence oh, it right. came. You have to like go sideways to do it. Because, yeah, that's how it keeps burrowing its way in. Uh, Isn't that so, crazy? to know if it's wild barley, they have clusters of three spikelets. And the callus is the portion of the... Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> ...rachies? 
to which they attach? The very bottom is the spikelet. Oh. Yeah. And in other grasses, such as needle grass and brome grasses, they're in a single spikelet, and the callus being a hardened uh, lima tip. I don't know what that means. But the ret... Would you say it was? Retros barbs. Uh, can be found on the callus, the lemus, and the ons. That's all three parts. Those are all things that we haven't explained because they didn't explain it. And yeah, and we, we didn't look into it up. I think it's the three parts of the seed. Uh, yeah. For yeah. those people that are also uh, more into science. <laughs> so, no, I guess this would be plantology. Yeah, right? so that... <laughs> uh, biology. It's just, it's, no, bio just, just plant biology. Plantology. I'm pretty yep. sure is what it's called. Uh, so, fun facts about foxtails that I found out. One, the whole cowboys not tucking their pants into their boots on the plains uh -huh. comes from foxtails. Why, wait... Okay, tucking your plants into your boots. Your plants? Your plants. Your <laughs> pants into your boots helps keep uh, dust and things like that from like getting into your leg, your pant legs. And oh, okay. Then, uh, like that's like a normal way of wearing. But oh, but if you, you leave would soak the, it. But you foxtails get up, get in there. Okay. And would get into their boots and ruin up their boots and their feets. So the pant legs outside the boot made like a foxtail barrier. So you could kind of tell if somebody was used to, back in the day, you could tell if somebody was used to the plains or the desert based on whether or, whether or not they, they tuck instinctively tucked their pant leg into their boots or not. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, and uh, uh, socks were often not worn. By uh, cowboys on the plane, or people on the plane, I should say, ranchers, would often not wear socks because of foxtails. In the foxtail, during foxtail season when it got bad, they I would forego socks. I made the mistake of once of when the one of the sheep got out, running out there in my pajamas, which were like those fuzzy pajamas, and, and like, and my fuzzy robe. Yeah, those are gone forever. Yeah, they're just like literally nothing but foxtails in them. <laughs> oh, speaking of foxtails in things, the girl sheep, uh, little miss, uh, yep, Mickey. she has a name, Mickey. Uh, how many foxtails did we pull out of her ear? This. Oh, yeah, we had to catch her at Four? one point. The ear that she has her tag in, we, yeah. were, we had to grab her and pull out a few from her. I pulled out one from Champ yesterday, the ear too. Ah. So there, if you have sheep and you have foxtails, and the foxtails didn't get grazed when they were green because there was no sheep at that point in that field, <laughs> it's a giant pain. But if there's foxtails sprouting while you have sheep in there, they'll eat them, and it's really good for them. Like, yeah. like foxtail grass is like one of the better grasses because it's barley, basically. It's a type of barley, and that's good for them. For the most part around here, it's barley. The right. most prevalent is barley. Yeah. Uh, so, foxtails cling to the fur, right? Yeah. And it's the movement of the animal that makes it dig deeper. And it can, 
it can actually puncture the skin. Yeah. And get under the skin and fester. Uh, usually, it's the vet won't actually cut them out because it's worse to cut them out than to just let them be eaten by your body. Because your body will eventually absorb them. Or they'll become dislodged on their right. own. Like, uh, well, usually... Or like it pusses up and it just smashes right. it out. Kind and of with the animals that are on the plane, such as deer and uh, those other big ones, mm-hmm. the, the cow things. Bison? Bison. Uh, <laughs> theirs, their fur is so short that actually, so it gets lodged in there and they carry it, but as it wiggles, since their hair is so short, it won't push it through the skin. So it'll just fall off of its own later, outright straight right. back out the fur. Which is what the whole point, you know, like... Yeah, that's how they're supposed to spread their seed, but it's since we've introduced... The symbiosis right. system. But since we've introduced other animals that aren't adapted to the plant, it's actually bad for the plant, too, because the plant can't spread its seed as efficiently by Not lodging... Not efficiently, but by, man, it's... There's plenty here. That it's is doing true. just fine. <laughs> Probably from rabbits. Oh, maybe yeah. Rabbits would be a the, natural the, carrier, yeah. Uh squirrels. 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 Uh and so those gophers. Uh in dogs and other domestic animals, they be uh they can become irreversibly lodged. Yeah. They can also enter the nostrils. And ear canals, which, oh, uh, of many animals. So it can physically enter the body through muscle movements or through the nostrils in airflow, which causes them to continue to burrow through soft tissue and organs. Causing infection. Uh, it can result in death. Yeah, that doesn't make me feel any better right now. No. <laughs> Whatever, the sheep are fine, though. Uh, so don't wear fabric shoes. Wait, you gonna... like skip the whole like what? in humans. Like you just like oh yeah, just don't wear fab. Well, fabric shoes. Obviously, don't put fabric shoes on your domestic animals. It just seemed like a big jump there. Sorry, in humans, <laughs> it can get caught in clothing, fabric shoes, and obviously socks, which they say causing comfort to discomfort. people while com- discomfort <laughs> to people while walking. Like just they're like or, it can kill your animals. It can also make walking it can not be real great. kind of annoying. Yeah, it can be super <laughs> annoying too. Uh yeah. We well in uh there's been cases of dogs breathing them in and getting them stuck in their throats and yeah, all that kind of fun stuff too. Yeah. And that one they have to like anesthetize the dog and then go down its throat with some big long forceps and then pull them out of their throats. It doesn't sound, it kind of sounds fun. I mean, to do, not to have it stuck in your throat, but like to be a vet, like playing operation, trying to pull a foxtail. Uh, it sounds fun. <laughs> just staring uh, at him. So this next part here, you totally just have to read this. Just, just quote this to, uh, Okay, to, we're quoting... From Wikipedia, right here. I love this whole paragraph because it's impossible. Okay, okay read ready? away. Foxtails are a problem beginning when the grass inflorescences. Wait, inflorescences. I got it. 
Uh, oh, that's it. The next when word they, is begin. No, I know. <laughs> I was trying to understand the sentence. When the, when the, I thought, I didn't know what that thing was. Uh, begin to disarticulate and ending when the spikelets or spikelet clusters are mechanically abraded or incorporated into the soil, turf, or leaf litter. In some habitats, this can be a matter of weeks, but in others, it may require months, especially if different species of flower and fruit at different times during the season. See, that that wasn't a correct sentence. Yeah, though. no, I, I was just like, obviously a Wikipedia article not written by a professional writer, because yeah. this is the hardest sentence. I, when I read that paragraph, I read it like four times. I was like... Look up what inflorescence is. We should look up what disarticulate is. Just kidding. I know what that (laughs) one is. Uh, So, so, whatever that meant. Yes, that can happen. Now you know. Uh, Usually, it's just. They're just treated. uh, If you get a surface foxtail or just below the surface that causes a lesion on your animals, you can just treat it with antiseptic Mm -hmm. and it should be fine. Uh, We use. Blue coat and scarlax, uh, for yeah. the, everything around here. Uh, you know how on sawbones they say like a cure all cures nothing, mm-hmm. but I swear, as far as animals go, scarlax and or blue co- coat does cure most everything. <laughs> Any like outward, <laughs> if it's a surface skin skin issues. condition, we. We just were like, well, step one is to spray it with some of this blue stuff or this red stuff. And it works most of the time. Uh, We discovered that stuff, uh, blue coat, uh, while shearing alpaca. When you nick the alpaca, you real quick spray it with blue coat. uh, Partially uh, to help and, uh, like, you know, disinfect it, keep it clean while it heals. And partially so the owner of the alpaca doesn't get mad that their alpaca is bleeding. <laughs> they just see the blue coat. Right. And they're, they're like, like, oh. they're taking care of my animal. Right. You're like, yeah, we put some medicine on here. And, and it's because you, you actually. Also, sometimes they would pop, like, big pimple things. Oh, that was so and gross. I, I was wondering if that was from things like foxtails. It is. Yeah. But it's so Something gross. Something getting into their skin and you just pop a thing. Yeah, like oh zit. man, Pete was doing that like crazy. It was so... Some it's... of them do get that as well. Like... Oh, he just has no problem doing it, though. What's your guys' take on, like, giant zip oh popping? Gosh. Do you watch those I YouTube watch, videos? I watch the... What, what's the doctor? Doctor? I don't know. Zip popper lady? She's awesome. Oh, I can't she, do like, that. No. cysts and no, everything. No, no, can't. <laughs> Can't no animals, people, not like that's oh, that's not no, that's not the thing for me. Uh, it's fascinating, yes. Wait, so, uh, I thought it was interesting. I mean, they just talked about you know, you said earlier that um, they'll often either let the foxtail uh degrade in the system, or if then if it was imminent, imminent. organ damage, then they remove it surgically. But they don't like to do it surgically because uh, you need to know where the foxtail actually is when you cut the animal open, right? Right. And Uh, it's hard to find them. Yeah, yeah. how are you going to find it, right? You can't x-ray it. It's not full of metal. 
and it's they're really hard to ultrasound because they're roughly the same density as you know most of the animal and they're tiny so they don't like doing it uh but they like yeah the nasal one they really like to they really try to get those and uh they also try to get the ear ones because it can rupture their eardrums which will cause them to become deaf uh, so combining, or oh, combining, I think it's too late for me to be reading. It's perfect. <laughs> it makes it better that way. It is 11.20 p.m. Uh, Were you going to say finally, combing? Yeah, I was going to say combing. Yeah, you have to, if you comb them, you can help get the foxtails out. Comb most everything, but you know, sheep, that's right. harder to comb. You, you <laughs> can't really comb sheep very well, uh, but we dogs, We did see this thing where it was like a, a little spandex coat for for go little goats, and we were like, maybe we should put Oh, we're so on. doing that next year. They, these were like designer ones. We're totally going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I read this, uh, the axillae, which is the area between the toes, sometimes gets foxtails. We should check that oh. out. On, wait, on... On all animals, I guess. Well, I don't know if it would be as big an issue for animals that have hooves. Oh, with the cloven? With the hooves? Do they have cloven hooves? I don't actually know what a cloven hoof is. I'm going to be honest here. I've heard it my whole life. I don't know, actually. People are like, oh, the animal with the cloven hoofs. And I don't, I don't know what the difference is. I know that my sheep have hooves. Well, maybe cloven hooves is when there are two hooves, and then like a horse hoof is one hoof. It's it's not articulated. There's no toes. We should Google that up. Somebody Google that for us, because we're gonna forget. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, it, they're really this is the getting rid of them thing. Uh, you can't really uh, herbicides work. But really, herbicides over such a large area to get rid of foxtails is a bit of a pain. You should just restrict traffic. Don't let dogs. Don't walk through it. Don't don't go spreading the foxtails. Yeah. And you know, plant grasses like actual well, grasses our, to choke them out will work. Like forage. We, yeah, and we just uh, we're talking with friends that did a mixture of. Forage grasses, and didn't you say they also did radishes? Yes. Uh, but I think they did the radishes in order to, they were going to put the pigs out there. And the pigs will root the radishes out. And when they do that, they're also tilling. Going to mess up the root systems of the... Yeah, they till. Yeah, that's In true. order to okay. get to the radishes, but they I go and see, till the I field. I wonder if the radishes would also help choke out the root system, too, because they're... Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Know. That could totally be a thing. We're Let's go trying. with that. Okay, so this is also an episode to tell you that we're going we're our goal is to work on creating fox tail free property. And we'll tell you and we'll tell you what we learn. How that goes. Yeah. So there'll be updates every so often. You know, over a long period of time because this is not gonna be a short or a quick quick thing. But I think that's the big thing is Remembering sometimes that these things take a long time and it's frustrating and you have to work around it. But in order to create what you want, you have to work on it for a long time. And here's another thing you can do with foxtails, just saying, 
if it if it happens and you see them, harvest it. Take your harvester out there. Oh yeah. Bail them up, and while it's still green, feed it to your ruminants. Yeah. And they're, it's good for them. It's fine. They can eat it while it's green. Once it goes brown, they don't like to eat it as much. They will and, still, but right. they don't really like to eat it but, as much. Uh, yeah, you it can mostly just you can do that when it crops up in the beginning. Because it's really when it dries is when the seeds are. Also, that's most. when the seeds are viable, as right. well, and that's when the the carbuncle. What did it call the very tip of it? <laughs> Come, the. Oh, it would have been great if you would flip to the right, right? page immediately. The spikelets, no, the lemma, callus, the callus, callus. I was so close with Car Arbuckle, <laughs> Carmichael. Uh, real quick, I have to tell everybody that uh, Ashley printed out uh, one, two, three, four, five pages of non-downloaded pictures. Uh, so just so we can read you the, the pictures. Uh, the caption for each of these pictures that we can't see. <laughs> and uh, she printed it out on cardstock. <laughs> well, I just had it loaded up already. Oops. Uh, there are also a lot of things that you can get for your dogs. Like our um, neighbors have a special, like, like a little mask thing that uh, their dog can wear. To it's called the Outfox. The Outfox. And yeah, the dog can still play fetch and everything else, but foxtails can't like get a, in his face. It's like a special mesh mask sort of thing. It's like a mosquito net for your face. Yeah, and it keeps out the everything from all of those areas on dogs that are very bad to uh, get foxtails in their faces. Yeah, there's a word I was looking for. Uh, vulnerable. Yeah, that's hey the word. This vulnerable spots that we talked about. Uh, yeah, so you can check out stuff like that. Um, the little jackets, the spandex jackets. Mm -hmm. uh, I bet those would work. We're going to give that a try. We're we'll going to give know. those a try. We'll let you know. And uh, that's, so yeah, that's our episode on foxtails, everybody. I'm uh, hoping, I'm ho like, I really am hoping next year that we can move the sheep around enough while things are green to... Um, really try to keep it down anyway but we'll also be trying like we said to choke out the different things so um also this weekend fences oh yeah yeah well i mean we haven't really given an update since we i mean we've talked about getting here and little bits of updates but i don't feel like there's been a true update since we've been back in california so the electric fence was it was working and the the stupid the stupid sheep. The little ones. The littles could just walk right under it. And so it was driving <laughs> us insane. So we went and bought chicken wire. And we ran a layer, an outside layer of chicken wire. Outside. Probably, and give them a I'd visual least, impairment. I don't know. What I do you think, think we may have broached this on the last one. But I just want to update you that it's working. It's, they don't. Run through the chicken wire. That's the thing is, that if they actually see a real barrier, then they're like, "Ah, that's not worth fine. it. Yeah, not worth it." But <laughs> if they could walk through, and that was what was happening, was the babies would walk through, and then mom, especially Polly, who is, is an idiot. No, she's just a new mom who is more worried about her son. <laughs> she would bust out as well. 
<laughs> so, chicken wire. Okay, so here's what you need to do if you're trying to keep sheep in. One, uh, I'd recommend 300 joules on your electric fence. 300? Ours is, ours is .04, <laughs> doesn't seem to do enough. Uh, we do probably need a better one. We need a better one. Uh, or a higher one, but... Uh, I'd say 30. Okay, fine. Two. Two would probably be fine. Two would be plenty. Uh, oh, there was a coyote out here. Oh, I saw a coyote. Yeah. I he, mean, it's nothing like the ones we saw back in Ohio, that's for sure. But no, he was just he was a just little one-off by himself. and A one-off, a one, a one-er, a loner, uh... A rebel coyote like rebel that. Rebel coyote. He, I mean, it did walk the sheep's fence. But Rocky, a rib, uh, for the most part, could handle a coyote from everything. It was I've, a single coyote. It's because he could. But yeah, I wouldn't try that with any non-heritage or land race sheep. Right. Uh, if they're too domesticated, uh, they might not. They might not defend themselves or the herd. But Rocky, Whereas, Rocky definitely will defend himself. Yeah, no, he's... Uh, we've seen him take out a dog that was bigger than a coyote. He cha he beat the crap out of our friend's <laughs> dog when the dog got in there. Uh, I don't think he actually got him. Did oh, he? he was... Yeah, he got him in the butt. That's why Did she he? ran out there. Yeah. Oh. And the dog was freaking out, and he was, he was too stupid to run right straight out. Because he was a dog being rammed by a sheep, he wasn't, and so he ran more into the field, and Rocky started chasing him, but then our friend went in there, and Rocky ran after her, because he was all worked up, and yeah, but yeah. Basically, not a pretty scene. No, but. it was hilarious, <laughs> uh, but also, like, not hilarious. Uh, they, uh, but no, uh, you're, like, land race sheep, you're more wild type I'm sheep. curious, though. And uh, with us adding, I mean, we, so basically we have an electric fence and we have their little chicken wire barrier. If they would try to get through that or not, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, might. I'm sure they could. It, yeah, he could but whether and whether or not may. they thought would decide that that was worth it or not. Yeah. And when it's one, it's fine. If you have a, a like whole pack of coyotes, like you need to definitely do something else uh, on like your property. Like listen to our coyote episode. I was gonna recommend <laughs> that. Uh, pee on some rags and hang them out around the property helps. Or no, it's, your... it's get coyote pee. My bad. Or you can take your dog. Or not coyote pee. What is it? Cougar pee. Yeah, I think was it was. Was it cougar pee? But actually, it did. I think we did read something. Well, I mean, go listen to our episode. But yeah. I think we did read Look, something the, about... Look, the Fiberton Acre animal. people know way more about this than we do. <laughs> they what researched did we do? this. We said something in our episode. Go go listen to that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so the new fence is working. Yeah, actually, I mean, it was like, I don't know, probably three, four hundred feet of at least. Oh, it was way more than that. 500 feet? Oh, no, it was more than that. Those one big rolls were 250, and I used it. It's probably 1,000 feet. Okay, we did like 1,000 feet of chicken wire, but it was easy and totally did its job. Yeah. And, and thank goodness we don't have goats, because yeah. goats escape everything. And so. luckily, I put all that fence up while it was like 104. Yeah. 
Like that Perfect. was yeah. It they decided to start getting out on the hottest days of the year so far, because they're jerks. They are. They hate me and they want me to die. On another not so happy note, we did want to let people know that um, we lost our doggy. Our our dog of sixteen years. He didn't even have a job. I had a job when I was his age. He was now. 16 is like a hundred and something in dog years. But yeah, so he, he, we had to say goodbye, but he lived a long and very happy, crazy little doggy life with us, so. And now uh, he has a spot with a million dollar view overlooking a uh, vineyard. Yes, he does. (laughs) Awesome spot. Yeah. We're very lucky. And he's next to a couple of his doggy friends. Yep. uh, Out here. So that's good for him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So we wanted to make sure. Yeah, we wanted to let you guys know about that. And on to happier things real quick. Before everybody gets sad. Is uh, we're going that we talked to our guest host that we were hoping to get. (laughs) We talked to the guest host we wanted. For the upcoming thing. Oh, yeah, that, that thing it's a go. that we... It's, yeah. yeah, it's totally a go. Turns out, we told him he should do some research. It turns out he already knows more about it than we do. We so, said he was an expert. We weren't really sure, but Yeah, we kind of we just made right. that up. And then we were like, oh, never mind. He he so knows. get ready. I'm just going to say... Get ready. He's already dropped Anunnaki. Yeah. He dropped that today while we were talking. Did we tell him what the bonus episode was? Should we just say... Planet X. We told him, okay. I think. Okay. We told him as a Planet X episode the coming bonus, up. Bonus the bonus crazy yeah, Planet and if X you're, episode. If you're on our Patreon, you're gonna get the bonus episode early. You're gonna get it first. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good segue. Ding dong. Into <laughs> our Patreon folks. Uh thanks again to all of our Patreon members. Uh you can become a member at uh, patreon.com slash fiberton-acres. Um, check out our our little intro video and all the ways that you can get become a, a patron. And join us on Facebook and Twitter and... Pinterest and Instagrams. Yeah, those are the two she does. I don't do those. If you want to reach me, do Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, and if you want to reach me, definitely do... The other two. Pinterest? I'm on Instagram a lot. <laughs> like, probably too much. Uh, also, I check out FiberTenAcres.com. Well, what? Me and Rocky, so. Should go check that out. <laughs> Alright, guys. It's, uh, it's 1135. This episode's 43 minutes long. That's perfect. That's a I good amount that's of good. time. Yeah. Uh, I think we should call it. So we're going to call it right about now is where we're going to go ahead and start the music. Okay. Right? So the music will be playing right now. So everybody, thank you very much. Uh, The music is louder. So thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Everybody, have a great night. Thanks for listening to Fiber Two Bye.